and welcome to the South Road Boys. I'm Troy, looking over at Joe. He's got clothes on, but I bet he's naked under that, aren't you, little slut? Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Damn, he's a sexy man. Do to start off a little bit sexier this week? Fuck, you've got a good the radio sexy voice. South Road Boys. Sexy South Road Boys. I love that. Yeah, you know what? What? It's so sexy, I'm going to take my jumper off. It's hot in here. Oh, yeah, babe. Bam. <laughs> Pour some sugar. Uh, um, oh, that was a fucking quick change, wasn't it? <laughs> you're Sorry, not, I should have been You're not making slower. much money as a stripper if you're getting your kid no. off that. <laughs> yeah, that's because there was no money. No, the SRB. So the jumper wasn't working. I'm thinking if I take that off, maybe what's underneath might get a bit more action. Uh, no, not really. No, right, eh? Okay. Soz, mate. That's why I'm a podcaster, not a sexerciser. <laughs> sexerciser. Yeah. Is it like when you're getting fit just by having sex yeah. a lot? Yeah, it's the best way of getting fit. I reckon. Which is probably why we're not overly fit. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... English-wise. Yeah, well fit. We're, we're fit. Yeah, well fit, yeah. and don't you know it, <laughs> like Geordie Shaw. <laughs> um, oh, classy. I reckon there's somebody who's, I guarantee you, if we did any research, like any research. It does tend to be a reoccurring topic of us, doesn't it? The little amount of research that we do. You know what? What? We need a PA. And we've said this before. Mm. We seem to get like a work experience kid. That doesn't get paid anything. Yeah. Oh, we need someone like an intern. We need an intern, an but we're intern. not in America. But not that sort of intern. Like, not cigars. Not like a belly button. No. Got an outturn or an intern. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I agree. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just um, up there. So, what was I saying? Fuck. You've derailed that train of thought. Have I? Yeah. See, this is what normally happens to me. <laughs> this is great. This is when, when I start the podcast. Yes. You become me. <laughs> No, what were you saying? No, it was takes the clothes off. Takes the clothes off, in the Audi, um, sexercising. Sexercising. Right. If you look that up, I guarantee you, if we did any research, I guarantee you that there's someone throughout the annals of history who's decided to come up with a exercise regime called sexercise, and that's their whole thing. Have sex with this person and get fit. Yeah, it's there. The sexercise <laughs> workout. The sexercise. You can sexercise your way to fitness with this new app. Oh, it's an app. Yeah. Sexercise is a physical exercise performed in preparation for sexual activity. Oh. And designed to tone, build, and strengthen muscles. Sexercises mm. are often performed as part of a sex diet lifestyle. A sex diet lifestyle. The old SDLA. <laughs> the SDLA. Which seeks to maximize the health benefits of regular sexual activity. Well, straight away. Mm. <laughs> regular sexual activity. Regular can be once that? a year, birthdays and Christmas. Oh, yeah, you've got your own version of regular. Yeah, well, yep. no, mine's probably a bit more frequent than that because, you know, I, I married a good one. Yeah. I'm bragging. I know. <laughs> Why not? But regular. Just... Everyone, everyone else that's listening that doesn't know you was like, well, we've never actually seen this person. Well, no, that's mm. well, that is true. But no, she's real. And fucking next week, 23 you years. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> anniversary. For an anniversary. You'd want to. Come on, Ames. Hello. <laughs> 23 um, years. 23 You've been married. Years married. 23 years. Two, three. Two, three. 23 years ago, my wife, or my girlfriend, my fiancé, to be Jesus. fancy dancy, went, I do. Mind you, if you look at the tape, <laughs> and there is a tape, um, actually, fuck. I thought 1990 was time for the guru. It was time for the guru. 96, mate. Yeah, because I, I can do math. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You've had an extra couple of years. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because it's 2019. Wow. 
But if you go to uh, I Do, I Do, 1996, Amy and Joe, put that into YouTube. Please, roadies, do it. Fuck, you will see That's my wedding. And if you watch the part where we're actually saying our vows, for those roadies who don't know, I got married on TV. We knew each other beforehand, so it's yeah. not... It wasn't a random, uh, what are we, Love perfect. Island or something. Or Perfect Match, just mm. go on that extra step. Yep. You know, Perfect um, Match had a sex robot in it. Dexter. Mm. Hello. <laughs> one of the originals. <laughs> With a 93.4% <laughs> compatibility. <laughs> yeah. The ones that knew him well called him Sexter. Sexter. Mm. I bet you that's what the crew called him. Bring out the Sexter. And I, that, 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 I think that means something new in 2019, doesn't it? Bring out the sexter. I'm a sexter. Well, yeah, they're sexting. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway, so you have a look at the tape, though, and we got married on television, and they hadn't given us much food. So we'd started prepping, oh, it must have been three in the afternoon. And by the time the show finished and we were saying our vows, it would have been eight or nine o'clock at night. My wife hadn't had a lot to eat. And then after we won the show, before we said our vows, they gave her a couple of glasses of bubbly. So you can see her <laughs> saying her vows and she's got the sway on. Like she's just, she's not quite three sheets to the wind, but she is half cut. <laughs> That's great. But 23 years. She cannot back out now. She can't say no. I was drunk at the time. I mean, this is amazing, isn't it? I mean, if we're going to go way back, you're one of the first reality TV stars. I know. Stars is the word. And now (laughs) this is why your fame has brought you to a point where now, even to this day, you are still a famous podcaster. Famous. Yeah. Or infamous. Fuck, mind you, I wouldn't have mind- (laughs) Any outie, you know? Yeah. I don't think the fame of I Do, I Do, which was only 15 episodes and I think only 10 went to air- because it was one of those ones where they decided to do 15 episodes and they they filmed them all in reasonably yep. quick succession. And then that was beyond productions in Channel 10. And then they had this thing, they were going to play it, I think it was Wednesdays or Thursday nights, prime time, 8 o'clock, 8.30 or something like that. This the, is pre-My Restaurant Rules and all that kind oh, of stuff. Pre-every reality TV show. Sight. None of that. I do, I do. That was up there. It was- It was pioneering. Groundbreaking. Way. Groundbreaking. Mm. Television. Um, Pre-Big Brother. And so- They were going to call it I Do, I Do, but they thought no one's going to understand what it's about. <laughs> so they called it I Do, I Do I instead. do, I do, I do, mm. I do, I do. Anyway, so, um, and a little- When you're having a look at it, Roadies. Please research it and find it. It's easy to find. Yeah, YouTube. It's worth it. I do, I do. 1996, Amy and Joe. Joe's not the handsome devil back then that he is now. Oh, you should see the Rick Ashley haircut <laughs> that I had going on back then. And I think that I put in a bit of casual racism as well. Yes, I mean, Joe, it was so Rick Ashley, he even stood up there and said, I'm never going to let you down. <laughs> never going to give you up. <laughs> I Rick rolled everyone. Um, but they got there and they, they said, um, we're going to do the 15 episodes and we'll put it on prime time. And it was great. But I don't think the ratings did exactly what they wanted to do. And mind you, that was pre-pay TV even. Fuck, you had 7, oh, 9, yeah. 10, ABC and yep. SBS if you were lucky. In Tassie, we would have had two, two stations. Two. Southern Cross oh, or no. TV, I reckon. No. Oh, probably SBS, ABC. No, we'd just gotten Win and Southern Cross. 96 was the year that I think Tassie got two commercial stations. I could be wrong. I could be very, very wrong, but I think it was about then. Anyway, so the ratings didn't go well, and so they decided to play it, I think, at 
same time on a Friday night. Well, that was a fucking kiss of death. Because Friday night, it was up against two codes of football, either AFL or NRL. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Uh, and that was after episode about eight. And then it got relegated to, I think they played the last five episodes because they were contractually obliged to because if they didn't go to where, I don't think part of the thing was you didn't get the prizes. So Amy and I, as part of our prize, we got uh, a trip uh, to Paris. We won a trip to Paris for our honeymoon. Um, we got a half-carat diamond. We got wedding suit hire, wedding dress, and a reception for 80 guests. So fucking, we did well. Make no mistake about it. In 1996, when we had no money, this was a good deal. Mm. Um, and we became famous. Not a lot. <laughs> like, I'm not talking, you know, Hemsworth famous. Yeah, oh, look, who'd really know them guys anyway? Exactly. Mm. Chris, You're the fourth Hemsworth. I'm the fourth Hemsworth. <laughs> Joe Hemsworth. Joe Hemsworth. <laughs> look at old J-Hem. 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 Huge. Huge. Anyway, so they got there and went, yep. We're going to put it on Saturday mornings and just ran five episodes of think back to back. So that was what it was, 1996. That's when I got married. In the same year you were married, mm. Princess Di died. And Prince Charles yes. got divorced. Oh. Do you reckon marriage is like a, it's got to have an, an even or outer? Like, you know, once someone divorces, it's like, cool, we can top up again with another marriage. So maybe, maybe. the only reason you guys were able to get married is because of Princess Di. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she love? Just for doing that for you guys. I think what really happens, and this is going to be controversial, and I'm probably going to regret saying I it. I love a bit of controversy. I'm probably going to regret saying it after I, I did. But because we got to I'm have, going to play this to your wife. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, because we had the highs of highs and, and Australia was all, yay, fucking Amy and Joe. That's the, the flip side of that coin. Same year, Port Arthur. Oh. <laughs> Too much? Too soon? Probably. Mm. Mm. Anyway, Princess Di and Prince Charles got married and divorced. Yeah. So we had the the, the marriage make-up. The marriage make-up. The make-up for the do- yeah, divorce. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you brought Brian in. Sorry. There's a story within your wedding anniversary. <laughs> you got to do what you can do. Oh, wow. I don't think I would have even been brave enough to do that. No, probably not. That Was it a shotgun wedding? No. <laughs> oh. Is it still too soon? Is it? Just a little bit. Right, eh? I think I... Sorry, I should have rifled through my jokes a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what went number one with the bullet that year? Oh, um, you've got them rapid fire now, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> I'm just gunning for them. I just... <laughs> Uh, but look, I've massacred it. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to move on. Fully automatic. Yeah. Okay. So, fucking, do you know what happened to me last night? I'm okay. sitting at home. Tell me, change the subjects. You know how Please. it got a bit blustery and a bit windy and a bit rainy last night? It's been a bit wintry in Taz the last mm. few days, I must admit. Apparently, there's been a bit of snow around. Yes. Haven't seen it myself. But no. You know what? 97% of Tasmanians have because they all put it on fucking Facebook. Fucking, don't they ever? I tell you what, I've never seen a more racist Facebook <laughs> feed ever. Whitewashed. It's all whitewashed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It was like it was like all these photos basically had swastikas just in the snow. <laughs> like it was just white everywhere. I just, am <laughs> dreaming of a white Facebook. What did you do? Um, so sitting at home last Sunday, I'm a mate boomerang. No, sitting at home and. Oh, come on, you remember that one? Sitting at home last Sunday, my mate Boomerang, he said he was having a party. I said, do you want to go, Anna? And she said, I'll go if Dingo's. You know what's really funny? What? Uh, Thoughtful Troy was trying to think of something um, to say funny about one of his listeners this week. Okay. 
And he was going to bring in Battlestar Galactica. Excellent. Like, Great because choice. he was going to say something about the fact that Boomer rang. Boomerang. Yeah, oh. like, and if people say Battlestar Galactica, the new, the new version, the old version, both had a boomer in it. The remake. I think the original. Reimagining. I think the original also had a had character a of boomer. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, it was going to be something to do with that. And now you've brought up Boomerang, which is just funny. It shows psychically we're somehow connected. Or me and Thoughtful Troy are. Well, this is true because <laughs> yeah. I'm a completely different person. <laughs> completely different person. I think it's possible that people consider. That we are one and the same. And look, I realise there's a possibility of that. I think it's more one of those split personality sort of things. Do you like think dual or do you personalities? Think, or do you think you're part of like you know how if you you got Christianity has the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. They are separate but they are one. It's just the Holy Troiny. The Holy Troiny. <laughs> <laughs> you are different but the same. Different but the same. Yeah. Wow. So sitting at home, heard bang, and then the sound of what could be best described as Niagara Falls. Oh. Not a sound that you want to hear when you're sitting in your lounge room on your chaise lounge. And so- Chaise lounge, as most people call it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I got up, quickity split. (laughs) And I thought, what I actually initially thought was- Fucking something's come, one of the trees has come down and hit the roof, and now we've got the outside coming inside. No, what had happened was the tube or the pipe that goes to the hot water service had decided to blow off. Oh. Oh, shit. So nothing to do with the weather at all? Nothing to do with the weather at all, except now- Coincidence. Our hot water service was deciding to spill its contents all over the laundry floor. Oh, how pleasant. Fuck. At, you know, stupid o'clock on a Sunday night. Um, thankfully, my wife was a lot quicker thinker than I was. Towel it. She had more towels <laughs> than a fucking Turkish bathhouse. Like, she had towels up the wazoo, and that's not even a euphemism. <laughs> um, I went out and turned off the mains to the house, um, which I was quite thankful I knew where it was. I was just thinking it's only a new house still. No, but it's one of those things that I kind of looked for. Where's your fuse box? Where's Fuck your mains? You're a sensible man, Jay Mather. Well, even it, it kind of shits me how sensible you are sometimes. What was my saving grace was I hadn't told you this. This is you know I've kept it a secret. Two weeks ago, I decided to do more manly things around the house, which is basically oh, change shit. change the washers in a couple of the taps. Oh, calm down. Because one of them was shitting my wife up the fucking wall because it was just it was really hard to turn off, and if you didn't turn it off just right. Fucking dripped. Cool. And if that's going to keep happening, she's going to be frustrated. She's not going to love you, and you're going to decrease the chance of regular sexual activity. Yeah, pretty much. That was my calculation. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to turn off the mains, went to find where the mains was, went to turn it off, and the valve wasn't completely shutting off. So when I tried to change this fucking washer, I was still getting a drip, 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 drip through. Turned off, turned on another tap elsewhere and kind of managed to change that washer. But called the local water supplier and said, I think there's something wrong with the valve. The guys came out and went, actually, yes, it is. It's really old and they changed it over. No more than a week ago. Winning. Winning, especially when your hot water service decides to shit itself (laughs) on a Sunday night. Um, So, yeah, anyway, got the guy out and fixed it. But it was pretty much a torrent. But it was quite funny. We've got this little device that attaches from the water inlet. So water goes in, into this device, and then into the hot water service. That's got a little sensor that sits in the tray where your hot water service. So if you get a slow leak, it sets off an alarm and actually has a valve that shuts off. But because this happened in such a very violent and quick time, 
it wasn't until I turned it's off a the mains. Violent time. It was it was violent. It was <laughs> fucking it was water everywhere. I'd been outside, turned off the mains, came back in, and then this device went beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, fucking I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you five minutes ago? <laughs> anyway, so there you go. That's there, what's been going on. There was there. actually it's funny you mentioned Niagara. I saw something earlier today and I didn't research it or look at it, but apparently there was a guy a few days ago that actually fell into or fell over Niagara Falls, into Niagara Falls. Canadian or American side? Uh, Probably American. That I don't know. Um, Here's the shocker. Mm. Uh, Apparently gone over the guardrail to do something. What could possibly (laughs) possess you to go over the guardrail? Like, oh, I've dropped my camera. Why do people do it? And you know what happens then? Then when something goes wrong, apparently he survived though. Oh, shit. Then, and it's like a hundred foot drop or something. Yeah, like people have gone down there in barrels and haven't survived. So, mm. so but apparently uh, what happens is a lot of the time, as we know, people go over a guardrail, they'll fall, hurt themselves, or die, whatever else. Mm. And then, of course, we have to create even more safety. Oh, fuck. Just, you know, because then we're going to make it that people can't get over the guardrail. It's just... You put a guardrail for a guardrail. Yep. And then you let, electrify it, and then people wah because they get shocked. Let <laughs> stupid fucking people... Just go for it. It's the da- the only thing you should protect uh, or have protection from is little kids that don't know better. Correct. That's it, different. Under five, you need to make sure that you protect against them. Over five, fuck that's parents' responsibility. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I reckon over five, most kids should be taught this is going to hurt you. Don't do it. That's my thought. Mind you, I've got two kids over five. Yeah, I'm so- going to say it's harsh learning. So, yeah, but that's well- all right. Look. Sometimes tough love there is were, the love people need. How many guardrails on South Road were there? None. None. Yeah, exactly. We how turned m- out okay. How many times did we die? <laughs> None. None. <laughs> exactly. Now. I tell you, it was a few mornings we wake up where we wanted to die. Oh, I felt shit. Now. Jack Daniels. Mm. South Road Boys, SRB. SRB with a hashtag. Hashtag SRB. Mm. <laughs> Don't know why. Instagram. Yes. Have a look at, if you can bring up Instagram for me. Instagram, Okay. There is a new SRB. Really? South Road Baker. Oh, fuck off. No, I shit you not. I was contacted by a roadie, nonetheless, who has decided that the South Road Boys, SRB, was such a good... No, (laughs) no. Joe. (laughs) Joe. This is your fucking sister. <laughs> your sister yes. is baking products yes. and basically raping our name. <laughs> I wouldn't say raping it. South Road Baker. If you are Here's on Inst- the thing. Hang on. If you are on Instagram, folks, please support my lovely little sister, South Road Baker. Check her out. I'm not happy with this. <laughs> she doesn't even live in Tasmania anymore. Well, at the time we started this, neither did I. But half of us did. Okay, yes, but you weren't in South Road. Doesn't matter. My parents still are. Your parents still are. I'm the mm. as well. Yeah. No. Damn it. Her mum's still on Damn South it. Road. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> look at all. The only reason she's called it this. Is and here's it's a the fucking great If name. I look at it, followed by South Road Boys. When the fuck did we start following Today. South Road Baker? You. Come on. Joe Mather. She supports us and is a roadie. So why can't we support her and follow her on Instagram? <laughs> Big just, shout out to Steph, by the way. I really... Oh, here we go. Here's a South Road Baker, her little tagline, right? Yep. Description. Yes. 
because back what in is, the 80s. <laughs> because what is Insta for other than baked goods? You know what fucking podcast is, Steph? <laughs> you and your fucking cute little, actually delicious looking cupcakes. She does all of that herself. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Actually. No, it's terrible. <laughs> they taste Fucking terrible. No, they don't. They taste really they good. They look really nice, but they're not. I bet they're not. I bet. Do you want to know something else? She did. I did get contacted by my roadie sister who said her and her friends are also fans of the Lamington, moist and otherwise, where they're going to have a degustation menu oh, no. of multiple different types <laughs> of Lamingtons. They're going to deep fry Lamington so they have a savory version as well as sweet ones. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, isn't it now? See, yeah. you might be on the SRB, South Road Baker. South Road Baker. It, I can't believe that we've be thrown <laughs> free publicity, worldwide publicity. Worldwide. Behind this. We should. When she's basically ripped our name off. Yeah, but the reality of it is, look at the quality of the product that she's producing. Listen to the quality of product that we produce. I know who's winning. At the moment. At the moment. Um, I guarantee you, we are going to be one who wants to catch some shade from that because I reckon she's going to have more followers than us by the end of the week, probably. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> well, come on. She's the closest thing to a little sister you're going to have. This is true. <laughs> and she has got some mad skills. Look, I'm angry with love. <laughs> Angry with love. Yep. It's I'm like lovery. Sa- it's like sad mad. <laughs> angry with love. Yep. Angry with love. <laughs> that no love world. rage. <laughs> um, now, also, big news. Uh, what's your other sister doing? No, she's not doing anything. I f- remember how I decided- South Road bonkers. That's what she <laughs> is. <laughs> Love That's you, Jen. Big shout out to JD. Um, remember how I said I was bringing back the bum bag? Yes. And that maybe it may not be cool. Mm-hmm. I've been contacted by a roadie. Oh, you need to really, <laughs> really start yes. to like just blend out your content of roadie. So you no, got to. no. This is fucking gold. Okay, right. I have found my tribe. I think you've got the crazy one skulking, do you? I do. Yeah. I have found my tribe. Okay, right. Apparently, there is a group of people who are fucking loving the bum bag and are bringing it back in a hardcore way. Really? Are they flat earthers? <laughs> Hipster lesbians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are my tribe. Hipster so, lesbians yeah, are so your tribe. A big shout out to the LBGTIQ plus community. Um, I think I've probably got a lot of, lot of common with hipster lesbians. We're both cool motherfuckers. We both dig chicks. That's probably about where it is. Got a similar haircut? Similar haircut <laughs> for some. <laughs> no, they're hipsters. They've got all yeah. sorts going on. Like, they're cool. Apparently. So there you go. That's my tribe. Hipster lesbian. Here's a funny one. Uh, myself and uh, mate Bubba, you know Bubba? Bubba. Um, Happy birthday, Bubba, by the way, yeah, for just recently. Turn the big four, are you? Happy birthday, Bubba. You are the tunes in my head. <laughs> <laughs> the nits are in my beard. <laughs> just an excuse to sing. Oh, we down the Big Show Hotel having a few beers on Saturday night. Yes. And there was a bit of a weird crowd happening on Saturday night. <laughs> Happens at a pub sometimes. Yes. And when you were looking around saying there's a bit of a weird crowd, it's a <laughs> weird crowd. Shit got crazy. But there was a dude there that was, uh, I reckon he was, I reckon he was peeking on something. 
Mm. Like he, he was right at the top end of happy. Too much red cordial? I reckon so. I and he was talking, someone corners. else was having a beer and they're talking away, but he couldn't stand still. He's stepping back and forth and moving around. He just couldn't yeah. not stand still. Uh, I'm there looking at Bubba saying, if that guy doesn't just fucking stand still for a minute, I'm yes. going to glance him in the face. He's pinging. Oh, he was, he was right up there. Yeah. Anyway, so he asked this guy, what's the other bars and places to go in Bernie? Like, where else is there? And the guy's going, oh, I don't know. So, oh, oh, there's the other. Yeah, there's the other. I assume so, yeah. Probably from Winyard. Um, <laughs> Somerset. Old mate's gone. Oh, you know, there's um, there's the Otis room. Mm-hmm. So what's the Otis room like? What's the Otis room like? What's happening? Happening? Ooh, what's going on? He said, oh, yeah, it's not bad. Um, it's, how can I explain the Otis room? He goes, he said, oh, it's a bit more of a hipster bar mm. than here. And both Barbara and I have looked at each other and gone, you fucking what? This guy's obviously never been out of Bernie to understand what hipster is. <laughs> a a bit more. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> a bit more it's, it's, is not it is, it's just more than what you're in. Oh, yeah. If that's a description yep. for basically another bar... Yes. Um, like, there's no moccasins there. Are, are they you doing um, deconstructed There's no beers? deconstructed anything. <laughs> like, you get your froth in a different glass? Yep, that's right. <laughs> Every person doesn't have a beard and suspenders. Right. Um, Ironic bow ties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no... Bicycles parked out the front. <laughs> Fixies. <laughs> Fixies only. <laughs> I just laughed. Even Bubba. It was, and Bubba's not the... Uh, oh, he's a hipster. He's not the most <laughs> hipster person I've ever met. Even no. he looked at me with this squinty look and said, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> oh. But anyway, I may got thrown out in the finish. Apparently, he was too high. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Now, do you pay much attention to the Twitterverse? Not really. No. I should because there's a lot of stuff going on there. Fuck, there is. Mm. Have you seen the latest? And by the latest, it's probably a couple of weeks old now. So I apologise, roadies. Everyone's probably already heard it, but I found it quite funny when It'll I heard it. will be three weeks old by the time I listen to this. No, probably even longer. Justin Bieber. I know you're a, a believer. What fuck's he done now? He has called out... Are you not talking about Tom Cruise? Yes. Oh, that was a couple of months ago. Was it? I thought it was, was about a month ages ago. ago. Oh, well, there you go. So you know. But it was pretty funny. 31 years is the gap. <laughs> I think he, old Beavs was a little bit drunk or a bit high. But, but fucking UFC, uh, like, yeah, let's see if we can make this shit happen. I don't believe Tom Cruise has responded. No, um, if you look on social media, he did respond. Oh, did he? But it was a mock responding. Right. Because he, he actually fixed the spelling of your. <laughs> he put an apostrophe in with an A at the end. Corrected his grammar. <laughs> yep. But I don't believe it was Tom that did it. I think it was just a little bit of uh, social media hijinks. So, well, with that, I wanted to know whether or not you believe you could fight someone oh, 31 years your senior. 31 years my senior. So we're going to jump to... 77. I'm the 4'6", so 77. So what you're basically saying Sir is... Paul McCartney. I'm going to say, could I take my dad? Could you take Ivan? Yeah. I reckon I could take dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, though, let's be fair. That'd be like... He's good with a four iron, Yeah, it'd be like skull puncture on a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you reckon you could take... Sir- yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say, I could take my dad if he's not weaponized. Oh, yeah, no, because yeah, if Ivan's got a four iron, yeah. you are in a world of trouble. Yeah, no one's going to take that on. <laughs> no. no. Sir Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. Do you reckon you could take him? Because oh, I'd give it a run. Bernie Sanders. I'd, I'd beetle him up. You'd beetle him up? <laughs> yeah. Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders. Oh, I can't even remember what Bernie Sanders looks like. Politician, very old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking Paul Simon. 
From Simon and Garfunkel. I tell you what, he does look fairly old now. Graceland. But I reckon he's the kind of guy who do some dirty tactics. Mm, he'd whip out the guitar. Yeah, no, that I reckon he'd probably have some bloody um, diamonds on the soles of his shoes and he'd scratch you up. Probably. Barbara Streisand. Is it on the soles of his shoes? Did I get that right? Yeah, diamonds I don't think he put diamonds on the soles. No, diamonds on the... He had diamonds on his shoes somewhere. Did he? Yeah, he did. He wore diamonds on the inside. No, no, that's... <laughs> okay, right, while you're talking, I'm just going to... Uh, Barbara out, Streisand. Um, Do you reckon you could take Barbara? Barbara! Um, uh, not after seeing South Park. No, after Babs. Yeah. I've got two 77-year-olds who Dogs are... on the soles of a shoe. Sorry, there you go. Fucking ah, well done. Fuck you, mother. That's a song yeah, I didn't know. I know my Paul Simon shit. As you do. Yeah. We often sing my my daughter, the daddy and daughter song. We do that. We, we okay, listen to that. I don't know that one. So. We'll listen to it later. Right, okay, we'll do I've that. I've got two 77-year-olds <laughs> who I reckon could take you. Right, Righto. Number one, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, he'd fuck me up. <laughs> Even um, now. <laughs> and let me guess, what have we got? Probably Clint Eastwood? No. Well, Clint would be in his 80s now, wouldn't he? Oh, I reckon. Yeah. I've got the other one. Who else got? Yep. Ted Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Also well, known. I know that name, but. <laughs> the Unibomber. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Once again, if he was weaponized, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know what he'd be like now, but yeah. Back I'm in telling the day. you though, I'm not taking on Harrison Ford. No, he's getting frantic. He's he's a re- he's got a bit of crazy in him. Yeah, and he's surly. Yeah, have you seen him in and interviews? You wouldn't ever need to to go him. He'd just look at you. He'd just look at you, and you'd just say no, nah. no, nah. walk away. Yeah. So there you go. There's some 77 year olds that um. I Fantastic. I'm glad take. that you uh you point out some 77 year olds that I can't fight. <laughs> um, probably more than I could. Is this the unmanly episode? The unmanly <laughs> episode. Um, crazy Finns. You know Finland. Yeah, we've I spoken thought, about Finland I we were before. Talk about crowded house for a minute. No, mm. they have just had fucking Finland. I love them because they love their heavy metal, right? They do. They do love their heavy metal. Apparently, they've got more heavy metal per capita than everybody else. I think they had a a heavy metal band that might have won. Eurovision was it Lordy? Oh, was that? Were they from Finland? Yeah, yeah, they were great. Well, they were they were Finnish. Yeah, and they did they finish did. first. They did. And they were awesome. Um, anyway, so they've decided that for their love of all things heavy metal, mm-hmm. but they're also a colder country, so they decided they this needed to to warm up a little bit. So they decided to have a heavy metal knitting competition. <laughs> Yeah, what, 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 now, what? A heavy metal knitting competition where- How do you have a heavy metal, as in sewing, like knitting, like with knitting needles Needles and- and, Yeah, yeah, and you do that to heavy metal. Why? Because it's Finland. Okay. For no other reason than it's Finland. Heavy metal (laughs) knitting. (laughs) Could you imagine Gwar? Where did you find that? Oh, it just happens. It just happens. Gwar by name, Gwar by nature. Imagine that in spotties. (laughs) Imagine having a They set up a a stage in Spotlight And out comes these masked guys That look like Finnish Slipknot Finnish Slipknot Or Lordy And then they come out And they start knitting to metal Yeah Imagine if you did actually slip the knot That'd be annoying wouldn't it Imagine if they were doing chainmail (laughs) (laughs) Is that what they're doing? Heavy metal is just chainmail Maybe is that for real? Heavy yeah, metal. true story. They you haven't like, just made that shit no, up. No, they had two, I think it was, what, how many, 200 contestants? Easter. Their stage name were Wolf Fumes, Bunny Bandit, and Nine Inch Needles. 
um, basically to showcase their knitting skills while dancing to heavy metal music in the most outlandish way possible. While knitting. shit gets crazy in Finland. (laughs) Shit gets (laughs) batshit crazy in Finland. Mind you. That's that's And people have travelled from all over the world for this. Um, Apparently, heavy metal is so big they have over 50 bands per 100,000 people. There you go. In Finland. They love their metal. And knitting. And knitting, apparently. Well, it's cold, so it's fucking... just weird. Yeah, but you've got to remember, for like six or eight months of the year, it's just dark and cold. True. So when they finally do get a bit of ray of sunshine... They knit. Fuck, they... Well, they, they're just so happy to be out of the house, yeah. they'll do anything. <laughs> they'll do anything. And they want to do everything at once. So I like my heavy metal and I like my knitting, which is what I've been doing since I've been trapped inside. I'm just going to do it all. All I'm going to do is just add some castanets now and they're on their way. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's what's been going on in my world. Mm. Oh, one more question. Now we've been basically challenged by another SRB. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you are prepared to do to make sure that we are the number one SRB on the planet. And I ask you this question mm-hmm. a little bit tongue-in-cheek. How unusual. I know. So there was this story that came up that I thought, we might need to be rethinking what we're willing to do to become number one. What does the name... Curse, s- pause. Yep. We may become number one. I continue. To stay number remain. one. Remain. Thank you. Stay on top. Yep. What does the name Simona help? mean to you? Absolutely nothing. Okay. So, Simona actually wanted to win and become world number one in tennis. Okay. Good on her. Okay. Well, fair enough. But unfortunately, the good Lord had blessed her with an ample bosom. So, she decided to downsize her 34 double Ds to something a bit more manageable. For tennis? Just, well, Okay. The news report says it was just for tennis. The reality of it says that fucking she says is it was actually affecting my whole physical I was just way. For life. Yeah, because yep. my back was aching and I was constantly it was just uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I've got a smaller frame and I just happened to have um big boobs. So she had a rest, breast reduction um and fucking went bang on. Like is is I think actually ended up winning a contest, a con, a contest. <laughs> a contest. <laughs> Um, uh, basically, she came six WTA titles, and oh, so can play. It fucking was in the top ten. So obviously, could play before the reduction. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, she and this was just wrap those babies down. Yeah, and she wants to go on to win a Grand Slam instead of um, being talked about for a boot. There you go. Yeah, but apparently, she's got mad skills. Um, she had a chance to win a major in Paris in two thousand fourteen, but got beaten by Mariana. Sharapova, and she became world number two in rankings, but wasn't able to reach a grand grand slam. Um, But she did become fucking uh, world number one at one point. And there you go. Never heard of it And then the 2018 Australian Ocean went all the way to the final, um, but lost to Carolina Wozinski. Um, And apparently in 2018 actually won the French Open. Okay, so she's done the absolute opposite of going tits up. Yeah, she tits down. Tits down. And fucking tits won. gone. 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 <laughs> I wonder whether or not they do some sort of contrary deal. Like you've got women who decide to get a breast enlargement, 
because that's their their choice. Go swapsies. Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, I don't think it works that way. Don't you? No. No, probably not. Because no. then you'd probably have to be on anti-fucking rejection Everything. medication <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it might just be easier just to get the, the airbags put in. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you... That's why we're not doctors. What, would, what do we need to do, do you think, other than be funnier or better, because that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Would you cut yeah. the beard? Would I cut the beard mm. to keep us on top? Yeah. I mean, um, it's not like you're yeah, Samson. Look, it's no, not like the source right. of your no, power. No, the beard could go. Yeah. And the beard will go eventually. Will it? The beard won't stay forever. Why The it? beard will go once I drop a little bit of weight. Uh, right. Because this is a catch now. You grow the beard, it makes the face longer. <clears throat> does it? It does. Okay. It elongates the facial structure. Right. So, suddenly you take the beard off and the face gets a lot rounder. And if you put on a few kilos, Joe... A bit of cuddly. Suddenly, it means that you feel even more round than before. Right. So, yeah, once a, a few kilos drop. Uh, Can you promise me, though, that when you do decide that you're going to get rid of the beard, you don't do it all at once? That you Do it in bits? Oh, fuck. I'd love you to do a 1970s oh, yeah. cricket that. star. We could definitely have some fun <laughs> yeah. with it. Oh, you've got the perfect length. You could do the old... Um, I've never been told before I've got the perfect <laughs> length. <laughs> perfect line, perfect length. <laughs> But I reckon you've got to do the slightly racist Fu Manchu. You could get that moustache going all the way down. And that's got a bit of length to it, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's almost nipple level. Oh, hello. hello. So, okay, <laughs> so we'll discuss the beard on my end then. Mm. I'd try and grow a beard. <laughs> well, that's not going to work. So what else? Would you get rid of the jinge? If I could. <laughs> we could cull you up. I've been blonde. You have twice. That was like a bad person's M and M. It was wrong <laughs> because I well I lost a bet with a fucking Collingwood supporter. Um, it was the CEO of my old company, and I can't. I think what he put on the line was a week's annual leave, and he was going to pay for my wife and I to go somewhere. Jesus! I oh, out of Shit his own real. pocket. Yeah. Um. And mine was Ackermanus. I had to get the full blonde. <laughs> and it was over a Collingwood St Kilda game. And I can't remember. I don't think it was a final no. from the year it was. I don't think it was. It was just, it might have been a prelim final or something like that. Yep. Anyway, as in typical St Kilda fashion, we lost. And so I got ended up with the Ackermanus. And that wasn't, I don't know what it was. It wasn't too bad. And then my brother and sister-in-law got married and they... Didn't you have a, like a Hawaiian shirt or something? It was my Malaysian drug lord shirt. There you go. Mm. Because it was a t-shirt, it was a shirt with pockets in it and it was silk lined. Yeah. And I had the hair peroxided like, I'm talking Billy Idol. Yeah, it was pretty white. Spike I from Buffy, mm. blonde. And I did not look healthy. It just, <laughs> I just looked like I was... It, it was so different. It's not, not right. And there's photos that are still around and I look at it and I just go... What were you thinking, you fucking idiot? <laughs> anyway, it was a bit of a laugh. It was a, bet. It was a bit fun. It's fine. He what carried through. Do? Yeah, but um, but I do stupid things on bet sometimes. I got my eyebrow pierced on a, on a bet. Did you? Do you remember that? I remember you having it pierced, but I don't remember why. Well, because I had a friend, Michael. Big shout to Mikey Lean, um, who had an older brother, Stephen. Now Michael looks up to his older brother, and his older brother decided to get his nipple pierced, which for me, I don't. I can't see the reason oh, being. Oh, it just comes across as it being just, a bit ouchy. It does come mm. across as being a bit ouchy, and apparently it is a bit sensitive. Mm. 
And so Michael said, oh, I'm going to do that one day. And I've gone, of course you are. Because Michael, I believe, is a bigger wuss than I am. I'll tell you what, if I have the choice, son, someone said, I'll do your nipple mm. or your cock. Mm. I'm going the nipple. Nips. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Mike said for quite some time, he that was what he was going to do. And I've gone, mate, you're never going to do it. And he goes, want to bet? And I went, mate, I'll bet you anything. He goes, will you get your nipple done? And I've gone, I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you get your nipple pierced, like your brother, then you give me a call. And I'll get my eyebrow done. I'll pierce my eyebrow. And he's gone, done. It would have been 12 months, 18 months <laughs> later. I'm at work on a Saturday. We never forget. We never, we never forget. forget. I get a phone call and I'm at work. And it's from Michael. And he sounds a little bit intoxicated, probably is the word. And I went, what are you doing? And he's going, oh, I'll come and pick you up. And I've gone, why? Because <laughs> it wasn't unusual. Michael and I used to play racquetball on most Saturdays, except for the ones that I worked. He goes, yep. where are you? And I'm going, I'm at work. He goes, oh, I'm coming to pick you up. And I'm going, why? He goes, you're going to get your eyebrow pierced. And I'm going, you fucking didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I didn't, and it hurt. <laughs> um, so he sends me a picture, and true to his word, he, him, his brother, and his best mate came and picked me up. And we went to Off Your Tree. Oh, yeah. Which is in Swan Street in Melbourne, for those who know it's it. It's been there a while. Been there a while. There are, I think, a tobacconist and they sell herbal products. They sell lots of paraphernalia that can smoking, be used for smoking. Smoking paraphernalia. Mm. But they also do a bit of piercing. They've got a lot of um, like metal shirts and just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Pretty much a stoner's cave. Yeah. That's a cool shop, though. Yeah. Anyway, so I went into Off Your Tree, which is where he got his nipple done, and bang, got my eyebrow done. Which was a big surprise to my wife when I called her and said, <laughs> I'm about to be picked up from Michael and get my eyebrow done. And she's going, all right, well, you're a big boy. Such a punk rocker. I know. <laughs> I wish I was a prawn cracker with flowers in my hair. <laughs> um, anyway, so I got that done. And I kept that in there for years until, as your body does, decided to reject mm. the piercing. And I could just see it the hole where my piercing was starting to get a little bit bigger and bigger yeah. and was either going to work its way out eventually or I got rid of it. So One I, of mine actually did fall out. I got there and scratched my eyebrow and actually came out. Oh, shit. I got to the point where it was that close. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Because so, I had mine done three times. Did you now? Mm. Why? Well, the first one grew out. No, why did you get it done the first time? Well, the first, um, just because I wanted to. Because you hit the groove. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, so the first one grew out. Mm. So I got it done again. Same and I remember I started, I, was, I changed jobs. Oh, yeah, same I. Mm. Yeah, I changed jobs and um, I thought probably doesn't suit the position, so I took it out. Mm. Uh, and then Happy later on down the track, I just suddenly thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it again. So I did. Mm. And then about a month later, I changed jobs again oh. and thought, eh, probably not the best thing to have, so I took it out. Oh. Yeah, so timing. Yeah. Timing. <laughs> Timey wimey. Gets us every time. Mm. Um, but yeah, and that's all. Oh, no, I had my, eye, I had my ear pierced once. So wild. I know. It was so funny because I was never allowed to get it done. And I said to my mum, I'm going to get my ear. And she goes, no, you can't get your ear pierced. No, I'm not fucking. Penny put the foot down. I know, she did. That was way before she got eaten by the Labrador. Way <laughs> before she got eaten by, I love you, mum. And it was so funny because pretty much after I turned 18, I went and got it done. That was my act of rebellion, whatever. So I got my ear pierced. And I came home and mum went, what have you done? I've gone, I've got my ear pierced. You know, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm allowed to do that. And she's gone, Dave, who was my stepfather, won't like it. And he'll make you take it out. Thinking that that's what he would, he would say something. Anyway, so I've gone, I've gone 
to see Dave. And I've said, in, in my very, you know, fucking, you can't tell me what to do sort of attitude in the voice. Oh, so I hear you're going to make me take this out. And as cool as a cucumber, fuck, this man was good. He goes, if you want to look like a poof, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all he said on the matter. Jeez, that's a word I haven't heard for a long time. Isn't it? Yep. <laughs> anyway, he was very woke in this day. Back yeah, in, very. Uh, back in 19 fucking 80, no, 91, 92. Yeah, anyway, so that's what he said. And I kept it in for, for years. Yeah, you did have a while. And I don't know mm. why I took it out. I think it was a job thing as well. I think it was one of those things. Yeah. Just so better for it. Yeah. Things we do, eh? Things we do. You know some of the things that are coming up soon? What? Have you heard about Storm Area 51? No. Or as well, it's that Storm Area 51. 51. Now, is that we're, we're taking Area 51? Basically, uh, they started a like a social media event, you know, like a Facebook event. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, you yeah, can put yeah. an event on and you just invite people. Yeah, like a birthday party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what they want to do is- Drinks down the pub. Josh's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so they decided- that we actually want to find out what's going on at Area 51, mm. for reals. You know, like, we hear all the stuff, we see all the documentaries, we hear all the rumours. We hear X-Files, all the, I've watched every episode. Exactly, which means you know all about it. Yep. What we need to do, though, is make sure we've got enough people, because if there's enough people, they, they can't, can't shoot all of us. Exactly. <laughs> they can only take a few down. So, uh, on September 20... Hang on, point of order, Your Honour. Yep. They've put this on Facebook. Yep. Thinking that the people who are in control of Area 51... Wouldn't look there for an organised flash mob. They're actually not worried about that as much. Okay. Because they're thinking if we have enough people, the they government stop can't us. stop us. But uh, is it not being lost on them that if there were secret squirrel things there and they've put a date, I'm assuming enough time to get people organised, which would be maybe a couple of weeks or a month? September 20. Fuck. That's a long time. Yeah, they're, pl- they're planning forward. <laughs> like, if I was in charge of Area 51 and I'd go, well, we can't kill all the people who are going to storm Area 51. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of very secret squirrel things here that we don't want other people to see. Let's move it to Area 52, like next door. <laughs> when do we have? Oh, Brian, don't worry about it. Well, you got to a September, boy. <laughs> and so they just move all their shit. So people are going to storm and maybe not see anything. Is that what... Tell it's, me more. <laughs> there's now, yes. I believe, over a million people that have signed up. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> this isn't just Billy Bob and his buddies. No. They're going to you know, put their gators in the lake for a while. Gators in the lake. <laughs> grab their lorries and start yeah. kicking in Area 51. Over a million. So, of course. Are they expecting a million to show up there? Is it a million alien watcher? Well, let's be serious, mate. If you're going to say you're going to an event on Facebook. Fuck, you're going. You're going. Yeah, absolutely. You know? No one's going to falsify that. No. Uh, yeah, so, maybe they needed to get Cody to organise it. The, uh, <laughs> the spokesperson for the Air Force, who yes. look after the Area 51 area. Area 51 area, it's like the ATM machine, isn't it? ATM. It's automated a teller machine machine. Which is, which is an RAS syndrome. RAS syndrome. Redun- redundant acronym syndrome syndrome. Nice, I like that. <laughs> because that fucking shits me. ATM machine. <laughs> I know, it's a bad one. Just shits me yeah. every fucking time. Now it's an ATM. So, they've actually come back saying it's an open training range for the US Air Force. Yes. And we'll discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American Armed Forces. Of course. They've added that uh, the US Air Force is always standing ready to protect America and its assets. Yes, both foreign and domestic. So, on the uh, event description, 
<laughs> said, we will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center Tourist Attraction and coordinate our entry. <laughs> and if we, I don't know, I've got to, the pronunciation might be right. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. Naruto run. Now, apparently it's referenced to a Japanese magma. Magma? Mag- manga. Manga. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you Author talker. Yeah. I don't actually read a lot of, watch a lot of manga. I think you can do both, mate. <laughs> I think you can, can read it? and watch oh, manga. Uh, but apparently it's a style there where they actually outstretch their arms. Yes. Um, back, Shh. head forward. And apparently they go really fast. Of course. Like Barry uh, Allen. Apparently <laughs> they won't get hit by the bullets. Of course not. <sighs> but I think it's great. The fact that there's over a million people that have said, I mean, wouldn't you love to suddenly just see this huge crowd of a few hundred thousand people? Can you imagine the people at the up? Area One Alien Tourist Attraction gift shop? Oh my lose god, lose their fucking mind because they have all got <laughs> T-shirts printed up for September. <laughs> I stormed Area Fifty One. That's what they've got, Billy. Can you invite your friends around? We need some more casual workers. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole thing. The whole shop is just this one T-shirt. I stormed Area Fifty One. Oh. With the date on it, in wrong, because it would be 9... What was it, 26th of January, September? Uh, 20th. So, 9-20-2019. Fuck, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense. They'll have that on there, and they'll be selling those for $20 a throw. Yeah. Now, that in itself, like, I must admit, the, the teenage geek in me thinks that's actually kind of cool. I reckon it's a conspiracy theory. I reckon it's the people at the fucking gift shop who are organising oh, this. Oh, that would be clever. How else are you going imagine to get a million that. people to your shop? We've got imagine, all this imagine, shit that we're not selling. <laughs> It'd be like that scenario where suddenly you start the day and then people come out of nowhere and you turn around and all you've got is one towel left on a rack and everything else is just disappeared. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Just amazing. But but you'd sell, what would you sell? You'd sell drinks? Oh, drinks, definitely. You'd sell sunscreen, sunscreen hats. Yeah. I reckon this could possibly be an Area 51 gift shop, alien abduction gift shop. Fucking propaganda machine to be able to get visitors. I hope they've got their ATM machine there. Oh, so do I. <laughs> or even the ATM. <laughs> it gets better. Yes. Joe. So, whenever something big happens around the world, yes. other little people think, you know what, we could do that too. Fuck, that's a great idea. We could take on something in our own area, yes. in our hometown. We could storm the penguin. <laughs> we could storm the Bernie Woodship pile. <laughs> <laughs> So, for those who don't know Bernie that well... Yeah, for the roadies listening around the world... Yeah, we have a, a, a working wharf here. So, uh, basically, we've got a wood chip pile that sits on area right near the wharf. Yes. Which obviously then transports the wood chips fire ship out of Tassie. For, for those people who don't know, um, Bernie was a, a city that was founded on the Australian pulp paper makers. Yeah. So, we used day. to make... The, Bernie used to make paper. So, all the wood chips would come from around the state... To Bernie, they would be chipped and turned into paper and then sent across Australia. That mill shut down, what, for 15 years ago? Oh, probably longer now. 15, 20 years ago. Mm. And so, but they still, obviously, all the wood chips get sent, I think, to Japan or somewhere overseas. Yeah, they're exported. Mm -hmm. Exported to be converted into paper or to be turned into pulp and then whatever, because it works out cheaper, which is shitty and a lot of people lost their jobs, but fucking that's economy and- That's life as we know it. We can't change it. But- that means that all these logs get sent to the wharf in Burnie, and those logs then get turned into wood chips because chips. it's because it's cost effective, more cost effective. Oh, I'd have to be that to the chip them here and send the wood chips over as opposed to sending the logs over because mm. there's no space when exactly. you're sending wood chips or little space. Look anyway, you've been all intelligible. So right. they've started a Facebook event, of course. 
How many storm people? the wood chip pile. Three people. Uh, no, there's over 600. 600 people are going to storm yep. the wood chips. To fucking do what? <laughs> this is a stupid thing. Are you going to fucking smoke some the, meat? Is even, that what you're doing? Even you on the w- event description, they've said, the wood chip pile is nothing special. That's just a wood chip pile. It's worth risking an actual mega fine of $5,000 or three years in prison just to get close to it. Hope we see you there. <laughs> is it? Is it real? And when's this scheduled for? This is scheduled for... Please tell me it's the same day, 20th of uh, December. Is there a... If it's created by a Heli College student. You know what? Kids today, up and up. Punks. Um, but tell me, please tell me the that date? they've coordinated it for September 20th. Oh, I'm going or through... actually, in Australia, September 19th. I'm going through the audio... I mean, the, the news. Actually, no, September 21st. Because if, if they do it September 21st in Tasmania, that'll be September 20th in the United States. And they can do the same oh, coordinated attack as Area 51. No, by the look of it, um, it's actually this Saturday afternoon. <laughs> so <laughs> it will have happened shut. by the time this actually goes to where. Fuck. So if you see this on the mm. news, roadies, we really, honestly, truly, God's gospel, we mentioned it well after Facebook, but we were the first podcast from South Road Penguin that mentioned this particular wood chip pile storming. So uh, Heli College student, Alex Harmon. G'day, oh, Alex. Alex. I reckon Alex is a listener. How could you not be? Uh, last month, actually convinced the crowd to flock the school's linkway. Now, do you remember the linkway oh, at the Linky. College? Oh. Which was an which was a an above ground corridor, basically. Yeah. So that linked one building to another. Yeah. So in in the fucking educational system that we went to, yep. there was year eleven and twelve was a separate campus. It wasn't part of the high school. So I don't even remember that. I just remember went to the library. Mm. Also, I remember that on the other side, underneath the stairs, we played cards a lot. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, there was two buildings. There was one building which held the cafeteria, um, the, library. the library, and staff amenities. And then the other building was the educational side. Mm. And you could either cross at ground level or you could cross at level one, which was the linkway. Yep. And those people who spent time sitting in the linkway were called linkies. They were. <laughs> and often were known for their odour. Yeah, so... <laughs> Big shout uh, out to all the linkies. So he organised this crowd to flock the linkway with a Facebook event. So he said, you know what, for a bit of a laugh, we'll see if we can sew on the woodpile. He doesn't we- know if anyone will actually try and do it, but he just says, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's a big difference that he needs to take in consideration. Anyone can get free access to the linkway at the college, <laughs> like there's two openings, you just go there. It's Whereas not that hard. one would imagine that the Bernie Wharf, there might be a fence, probably even a gate, and maybe <laughs> a person on duty who says, "No, you can't come in." <laughs> I just love the timing though. How it's like Storm Area Fifty One, mm. which is a big deal, Fucking serious pickies. If they can, but for mind that gift you, shop, for that gift <laughs> shop. I so hope that it comes out that this was started by the people who run the gift oh, shop at Area Fifty One. Brilliant. Because if you can buy, and roadies, if you are in fucking, where is it, Arizona? No, Nevada. Uh, it'd be Nevada, yeah. Nevada. If you are in Nevada, and in the Americas, can you please go to that gift shop? And if there is a t-shirt that says, I stormed Area 51 oh. and has got the, 20, the September 20th, 2019, fuck, let us yeah, know. The Area 51 Alien Center Tourist Attraction. Oh, but I guarantee it's got a gift shop attached to it. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, there's no worries about that. <laughs> yeah, they can I'll sell you everything that pings. Imagine that. It's like, Beryl, how many people are coming now? What, 20, 30? Yeah. Uh, 800,000, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what? Fuck, better order some more water. 
<laughs> now that's an X file. <laughs> well, that just sounds awesome. I, I'd do it. Would you? I would. I would turn up just to see the commotion. Oh, you'd turn up. You wouldn't storm It'd it, though, would you? It'd be worth a road trip. It would. I know you'd sit back and watch the commotion, then you see how many of them died until it was worth it, and then you could go. Because I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be, you've got 800,000. Let's just say they get 800,000. Yep. Because you're not going to get the full million. It's like Nerd Gallipoli. Yeah, okay. Send, send in the first flock. <laughs> send in the Australians. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what's going to happen is going to be like, ready, set, go, and you'll have... 790,000 people do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Do fuck all. I bet he got Billy Bob and Jim Bob and Bim Bob and all the rest. Going, freedom! (laughs) (laughs) And you've got the US Air Force fucking just standing there going, I don't think so, son. It's just. And you know the worst thing now? Tell me. All the Mexicans now, they're going to go, fuck, if they can do it, we can do it to the wall. wall. (laughs) That's not there yet. Maybe that, yeah. Hashtag bump Trump. (laughs) Hashtag bump Trump. I like that. But all that I think the US Air Force need to do is put up a very rudimentary fucking electric fence. (laughs) Even just a sign. No entry. No entry. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, I don't think we should go in there. No. It's a bit risky. Well, because you've got to remember, most of these people would have been Comic-Con... Or supernova fans, you know the pop culture. That'd be, and then be, be the, the full-on end of the world conspiracy theorists. Yeah, but if you look at the ones who would be in that nerd category, like you and I, who would yep. go to a comic con or whatever, all you have to do, all the Air Force has to do, is basically put a sign up that says Area Fifty One, Storm Area Fifty One, please queue here. Would it be a VIP lineup? Yeah, and there'd be a VIP line where you've paid it extra, and you just have all these people standing there because they're perpetual queuers. But then you can actually also say, "Look, guys, queue up." Yep, I know it's going to take a while, but we'll let you through. We'll let you come and have a guided tour, five at a time. We should be finished by twenty one sixty. Do you know what would be and not time the year? (laughs) Do you know what would be really funny? What the US Air Force should do is, yes, you can attend Storm Area 51 or visit our guided tour facility Monday to Friday, (laughs) 9 to 5, located opposite the Area 51. Uh, And it'll be like ghost tours. Like, we can't guarantee a ghost. No. Like, we can't guarantee an alien. No. But you know what? There's a chance. You never know if you're there at the right time, they might come out. (laughs) And the funny thing is, what they're going to have, fuck, this is, oh, this is it. Right. So the US Air Force have got to September to pay a little bit of money, but fuck the the US Air Force, so they've got enough money. They'll have Will Smith standing at the gate. Oh, yes, Joe. And all he does is stand there and goes, Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, hell no. (laughs) That's all he does. And all these. Brilliant. They have a nerdgasm and then just leave. But here's the thing that people don't realize. Yeah, okay. Area 51, I mean, it's famous. Everyone knows about it. Yes. We've heard of all the stories, mm. all the things that go on, all the spaceships that crash and the aliens have got there and all the rest. Yes. They're not going to find anything if they do storm it. No doubt about no, it. You know why? Area 52. Because, well, that's the thing. They've already done this 50 times. Yeah, They've exactly. got their shit right. <laughs> it's not their first rodeo. No, they've been stormed before. <laughs> exactly. So there's nothing there, people. No. And if it is, I tell you what, you're not going to find it. It's hidden. Exactly. Same way the Martians put everything underground and just hide it away. <laughs> exactly. Now, before we go, <sighs> because that time is upon us, I understand the thoughtful one's back from his sabbatical. Yeah, he's um, actually maybe he actually organised the the Stormy Area Fifty One. 
Is he got a, Is he got um, shares in a t-shirt company? <laughs> he's a very a intelligent man. That's very, very possible. <laughs> All right. Let's see what he's got to say. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Catherine in Canada asks, <laughs> Thoughtful One. My boyfriend has become increasingly lazy and started putting on a lot of weight. We've only been together just under a year and I love him, but I don't know how to tell him that he needs to stop sitting in front of the television and start looking after himself better. Help me, my thoughtful one. You're my only hope. (laughs) Catherine, talk, try and believe in the love you share. To change your path, talk on his wavelength. Tell him that he needs to spend more time with you and not the TV. Channel his love. (laughs) And let him know that if you are happy, it will just be like having a universal remote control. It'll change everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to tell the truth to the one you love when you know it may hurt their feelings. I once fell for a young lady who also put on much weight. Unfortunately, she didn't work out. (laughs) I hope this doesn't happen to you. Thank you, Anne Blair. And on that, roadies, we will see you September 20th, Area 51. I am Joe. I am Troy. Storm. Storm. People, storm. Maybe we start a new one. Storm South Road. Storm South Road. (laughs) Get rid of it. Storm the South Road Baker. Yeah, Storm the South Road Baker. (laughs) We're coming for you. (laughs) We certainly are. (laughs)